podcast. 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 You know, you raise an interesting point. Because I've been doing nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you been? Um, I've been doing okay. You know, okay. I well, I was gonna say I can't complain. <laughs> I really could. Uh, oh, we all can complain, but I won't. Um, yeah, I got uh, nothing really. You know, okay, nothing exciting. Yeah. You know, you were expecting some kind of like funny anecdote to like open the podcast. I got nothing. Well, you want to hear a funny anecdote? Yeah, hit me. It's here. We're at the end of the 2000s. Oh, and thank God. George W. Bush is out of office. Good, good. Oh, who's the who's the new guy? Oh, uh, Obama. Oh, okay. You know, okay. could have been worse. Yeah. It could have been way worse. <laughs> could It could have been worse. Imagine, would have had to... imagine that, that timeline where uh, McCain won. Yeah, and then we'd have to attend a president's funeral. Ugh. Well, not us. Yeah. No. I mean, legally, as podcast hosts, we have to go. Yeah, that's true. Um, the Pod Save America boys in the front row just weeping their <laughs> eyes out. Yeah, just weeping, Megan McCain right next to them, and uh, Michael Ian Black comforting her. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> I used to love Stella. I really did. We all did, once. I just, I don't understand how Michael Ian Black got to be this way, where he's just like, mm, maybe the GOP is good because they're my friends. Yeah. You know, how Michael Ian Black talks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's me, Michael Ian Black, on I Love the 80s. <laughs> I was just about to make that joke. <laughs> That's all he did for a while, was just all the VH1, I Love This Decade. Yeah, I wait, really? You're, you're not kidding, I'm thinking about it now, that's all he did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to cover some B-sides for the 2000s. Welcome to Picking Up Something Good, a limited event prestige podcast about Radiohead. My name is Mace, I play music as Echo Vessel. Hi, my name is Nikki Flowers, I, I do music too. As what? As best as I can. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. You know, I try my best. I'm not perfect. I mean... I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit perfect. Yeah, buy and stream Nikki Flowers. Please, for the love <laughs> of God. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, the second Last episode B-sides. of season Yeah, it's last episode of season one. Yeah, there is nothing after this for another couple weeks. Well, I mean, and then season two, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm saying, I'm talking about season two. Oh, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we we haven't podcasted in a while, so we're gonna be kind of weird. <laughs> and also, I've had three <laughs> cups of coffee, so. Woo. Oh, I've had three. You've had zero. So we're just kind of like mm. at different extremes. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you've been podcasting like crazy. Yeah, I've been um I've been on Pod Save America three times in the past week. Yep. They have a weekly show. I don't know how I I've been on there three times <laughs> in the past week. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they keep busy saving America. I, I'm on there talking about how Nancy Pelosi is the queen. Yes. I do it for six <laughs> hours at a, at, at a time. Yeah, they just they just go in a circle like, Nancy Pelosi is our queen. And then they all clap. And then the next guy says it. And then the third guy is like, he, he looks at them straight in the eye and he's like, she is Khaleesi. <laughs> and then they all break into, break into sobs. Yeah. P 
people calling her Khaleesi have they didn't finish Game of Thrones. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't did finish they not Game see... of Thrones either. <laughs> I mean, I only saw season one, mm-hmm. but I mean, I heard enough about the like finale to know like I don't think you should be calling your heroes Khaleesi. That she kind of well, actually, to be fair, it kind of does fit. Yeah, I mean, fair. You're right. You're right. But not in the way liberals think it does. Oh, can we talk about some Radiohead news before we actually continue on to the show? Whoa, Radiohead news. Yeah, what's up? What'd yeah, they do? there is some news. Do we have um, to cancel them? They're all canceled. Good. Um, well... <laughs> They've had it too good for too long. <laughs> um, our Your good friend is putting out a record soon. Oh, put out a single recently. Um, Phil? We'll cover, I guess we'll cover later. Not Phil. Uh, Colin? No. Johnny? No. Well, it's not Tom. He already did. Well, that's all. No, there's one more. It's Ed O'Brien. Oh, Ed, the... He's the producer, right? No, that's Nigel. Oh, Ed's the guitarist, right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, so he's... So he's keeping busy, that's good. Yeah. yeah. He's got a he's got a single out, and he posted a picture of a full moon that we retweeted on our account. Uh, mostly because I guess he just really likes the full moon. I mean, don't we all? Yeah, it's just weird to see, like, a purely promotional Twitter account just be like, hmm, Here's the, moon. the moon's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Ed, the, 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 the guy new, that I know about. <laughs> the new track is uh, ambient guitar, kind of like Tree Fingers. Okay, yeah, I can get into yeah. that. It's very much like I browse the ultimateguitar.com forums <laughs> core. <laughs> yeah, well, there's definitely a market for that. The Ultimate Guitar forums, they're ba- they're very much like... They're very much like a guy who's asking you if you listen to Dream Theater. <laughs> Just every every single person he meets. Hey, have you heard Dream Theater? You gotta listen to Dream Theater, man. You gotta check out Dream Theater, bro. Bro, Dream Theater rules, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you wanna talk about some songs? I'd really rather not talk about Dream Theater, uh, so this is great. <laughs> okay, so uh, I have put together a playlist of B-sides yeah, from the 2000s. Did. Starting from uh, Kid A, Amnesiac, I merged them just because they're cut from the same cloth. Mm-hmm. Well, a um, little bit. Yeah, sort of, sort of. There's a lot of computer here. Um, <laughs> the the next four after that are from Hail to the Thief. Mm-hmm. The next three are from In Rainbows, and one is a Lucy that is basically just a bridge between In Rainbows and the next thing. Oh, okay, yeah, I was wondering about that one. All right, so. We'll get there. Uh, first one here on the list is, uh, it's called Cut Tooth. Uh, it's a uh, Kid A Amnesiac B-Sides. Ow. I cut my tooth. Ah, I cut my tooth. That, how's my to- that? My tooth died. Oh, dead tooth. Oh, uh, dead tooth. I lost, lost two things in one week, Fortnite and a, and my tooth. Hey, what is Fortnite? Uh, good question, Lady Gaga. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, she did tweet that. No, I wasn't trying to do, I literally kind of don't know what it is. <laughs> Fortnite is a video game where they dump a hundred people on an island with a bunch of guns and you can build stuff. Um, and basically the last person standing wins. A lot of 14 year olds like it because it's got guns and their mm-hmm. parents don't care about them. Yeah. See, oh, so it's a battle royale. So it's like Tetris 99 plus Minecraft. Okay. Yeah. It's gotcha. Tetris 99. Tetris 99, uh, pioneered the battle royale. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they're just copying Tetris 99. Um, yeah. Cause I was at the library the other day or yesterday and, um, mm-hmm. There was like, there's adults checking their email on one side of the computers, and then the other side are kids' computers, and half of them were playing Fortnite and calling each other gay, and the other half were playing uh, Roblox and calling each other gay, and it was just an incredible, like, wow, teens really do suck. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, like, 
that's the only word they can use when describing somebody else on Fortnite or Roblox. It's just it's it's gay. That's the one that's the one slur they have. They've yet to yeah. learn all the other ones. They, it's not they're like not even trying to come up with fun new slurs. They're just like gay. Oh, come on. Be creative if you're going to be a bully. Come on. In my day, we were a lot more creative. In my day, <laughs> bullies actually had passion for what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, cut tooth by Radiohead. Yeah, cut tooth. Uh, wow. What, okay, what do you What do you think, Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this episode, huh? Um, I uh I liked it, you know. Uh it feels more like the Bends than it did Amnesiac. Or yeah, there's a lot of like piano guitar. Piano guitar. Yeah, yeah. Um I love the the baseline was very melodic, which I which I appreciate as always. Yeah. Um vocal harmonies were really nice. Um you know, it was good, but it didn't really blow me away. Yeah. You know. It's got like it reminds me of a Coldplay song. You know what? I think that's why it didn't hit me, you know. Yeah. And I I just kind of I decided to start with that one mostly just to ease me into it. Yeah. Yeah, to ease you into this Coldplay uh B-sides <laughs> review. Uh There's um, Fix You 2. Yeah, Fix You 2. There's a <laughs> lot of um well, we'll get to there. I I have some other thoughts on that on that uh uh, similar train of thought, but um, was that a little uh, like whiny, brassy kind of sound that comes in towards like the end of it? Oh yeah, that one. That, That's really good. I I, I can't yeah. tell you what that is. Whatever it was, I wish there was more of it because that really sort of tied the whole thing together. Mm-hmm. Our good friend Ed. Um, who said Ed? Ed O'Brien from Radiohead. Mm, is he like a new addition or? No, he's um he just joined the band in like two thousand seven. Okay. Two thousand eight. Okay. Well, good. yeah. Good for him. All right. What's Before he up to? that, it was it was Tom, it was uh, Colin and Johnny, father and son, mm-hmm. and it was Phil Selway. The Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> father, son, and Holy Spirit. <laughs> um, uh, the new member of the band, Ed, uh, described uh, the song as having a sound reminiscent of New, the Krautrock uh, band. Yes. Which is, that's fair. It's very, like, motoric, um, but... Yeah. Eh. I get where he's coming from, but... Uh... To be honest, I'd rather listen to a new track. Yeah, I'd rather listen to new... Yeah, the first new album, I think, was very good. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good song. Um, Oh, one thing I did want to connect to. Yeah. Uh, did you notice that the chorus um, is just the chorus from Mixomatosis? Oh, you know what? Now that you mention it, yeah. Holy shit. Because he... Yeah, he sings, I don't know why I feel so tongue-tied. I don't know why I feel so skinned alive. That's Mixomatosis. That's Mixomatosis, baby. And it was released, what, maybe like two years before Mixomatosis came out? So they just like, were like, you know what, we need this, yoink, we need that for Mixomatosis. Yeah, they plagiarized themselves. That's good. I do that all the time. Yeah, it's plagiarism. It's it's a crime. And I think Tom York should go to, go to jail for it. Mm, I like his crimes. Mm, they're pretty good crimes. I love the little crime, the crime boy Tom York. <laughs> the big, big, tall crime boy Tom York. What are you talking about? He's little. No, he was little, and now he's big. The canon to this show is so confusing. <laughs> Listen, every single time Tom York is called into this podcast, he said something baffling that I've only had to learn about after it happens. Yeah. So you must have a, a better grasp on the on this show's canon than I do. <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> it's bonkers. Hmm. Anyway, uh, let's move on to Worrywart by Radiohead. Welcome to Synth Town, baby. Population, Ooh. us, and Radiohead. Ooh, it is. I love... Oh. This is actually, I think, my maybe first or second favorite Radiohead B-side. Honestly, this is, like, top five in general, I think. It might it might, it might, might be in my top five. 
Really? I really like this one. Yeah. It is, yeah, it is, it is a beautiful song. It's some Aphex Twin nonsense that I just, I die for. It's very, like, Selected Ambient Works Aphex Twin. Yeah. Not, like, Drux. No, we don't talk about Drux. Drux is my favorite uh, Aphex Twin album. I don't know. I was just being funny. I don't know. But <laughs> Okay. Thanks Thanks for being mean, mean to me and Drux. Yeah. <laughs> I hope people aren't, like, I'm, like, kind of jokingly mean to you every episode. I hope people don't think I'm a dick. Um, actually, they hate me. I just wanted to make it, make it clear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. You're the villain of the podcast? Yeah. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm the, I'm, I'm your Fortnite bully. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, now, that, now that the roles are clear, you can shut up and let me finish my worry wart review. Thank you. Uh, um, yeah, this is really good. Um, the main arpeggio is, like, incredibly entrancing. Like, I, I fell deep into it, you know? Um, what is that? Beatboxing kind of thing? You know, Tom? Yeah, that's Tom, Tom beatboxing Ooh, again. I love it. I love it when he does that. Keep it up, Tom. Uh, that harp sound? Ooh, yeah. I creamed that my comes jeans. comes in near the end? Metaphorically. Ooh. Um, it's so good. It's very, like, depressed happy. It occupies yeah. the same, like, brain space as no surprises for me. Yeah, it's like you want to be a little bit sad, but like a little bit hopeful, kind of too. Yeah, like it just, uh, it's like... The literally the second verse is there's no use dwelling on what might have been. Just think of all the fun you could be having. Yeah, that's that's like the definition of bittersweet. Yeah. Um. So yeah, worry wart. Um. Very good. I feel like I don't think so, but it it kind of sounds like an omnichord is like somewhere in there. I think that that might be like possibly the harp sound you hear. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it is an omnichord, but it's got got like a similar tone, which um, yeah, it's got omnichord qualities. Yeah, I love it. It's good stuff. What do you think? Uh, I, like I said, this is, I think, my first or second favorite Radiohead B-side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually struggle to think of what my second favorite would be, so I think it might be my first favorite. Ooh. Um, it spirals out really, really well. It feels kind of like a sibling, at least, maybe because, maybe it's the harp. It feels kind of like a sibling to motion picture soundtrack. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Like, motion picture soundtracks, like, weird cousin. We all have a weird cousin. Like, less depressed cousin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the weird, not depressed, straight cousin that we all have. Yeah, I mean, it has to be somebody, and it's definitely not me no. on any of those counts. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a good song. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, another song that is part of the Radiohead B-Sides collection for this cycle of albums uh, is weird, because it's Life in a Glass House, again. Yeah, let's talk about that, shall we? Uh, it's just a long version of Life in a Glass House. It's like two minutes longer. Yeah. Which is, it's pretty good. Um, something I just wanted to mention, because I saw it here in the track listing for the Knives Out, uh, EP. Um, that basically it's just long Life in a Glass House. Which is good, you know, I'm all for it. Yeah. I like it. I didn't it. feel it was worth covering here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we kind of already did, and like, what was the extra two minutes? I didn't listen to it, but it's not like, you Like know. an intro. Oh, okay, well then, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 fine. It's fine. It's not even part of the episode, so why are we talking about it? Oh, just because I wanted to cover it, because I think it's the only like B side of that era that I that I didn't put in there. Yeah. Well, you know, check it out if you need to. Yeah. Anyway, let's turn that potential energy into kinetic energy oh. with kinetic by Radiohead. I don't know why I'm adding by Radiohead to all of these because. Uh, I mean, if it's not clear what the podcast is about yet, then. What if I threw a, like a Tom York solo song in here and I was just like, mm, it's Spitting Feathers by Radiohead. <laughs> I wouldn't know that you could do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, you're listening to it on streaming. It clearly is labeled Tom York. I'm not that smart, Mace. <laughs> oh, neither am I. <laughs> um, welcome to Two Dumbasses. Talk about Radiohead. It's funny, because uh, you're reading from Genius. <laughs> oh, got him. Uh, here's some computer. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. Kinetic <laughs> is very good. A little less computer than Worrywart, but uh, still very good. It absolutely fucks, wouldn't you say? A hundred percent. This is a fucker. Yeah. Like, Kinetic is... I, I would go as far as to say that all of the uh, of the Amnesiac Kid IB sides, or at least 99% of them that aren't, like, Cut Tooth or Life in a Glass House, mm-hmm. are perfect. Yeah, Um. I, most of my notes here are like, why wasn't this on Amnesiac? And seriously, why was Kinetic not, an, not on Amnesiac? Because, I mean, I liked Amnesiac for what it was. I thought it was a little weak compared to Kid A. Ooh. You throw Kinetic on there, you replace Kinetic with, or you place, uh, I don't know what you would, re- you'd get rid of Pulp Pulp Revolving Doors, just. No, you add two extra Pulp Pulp Revolving Doors, and then you put Kinetic on. No. <laughs> yeah, you put the song on in a couple other places on the track list, and then you add Kinetic. Mm-mm. Well, you, you would add Kinetic, we can both agree on that, because. You would add Kinetic, and then you put at least three or four more Pulp Pulp Revolving Doors on the track list, as well as replace the regular Life in a Glass House with a long one. Uh, now you do need to be bullied. You really do. <laughs> you really actually need to be bullied. <laughs> or maybe Pulp Pulp Revolving Doors can be about 10 to 20 minutes long, instead of just being four minutes long. Yeah, and maybe I can jump off of a bridge. <laughs> We can all do a bunch of stuff. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. There's <laughs> options in life. Um, so that's my review of Kinetic. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it just kind of blows uh, a lot of stuff uh, on Amnesiac out of the water. It's beautiful. It's haunting. It fucks. Yeah, it's that's actually I want to I want a T-shirt of that. It's beautiful. It's haunting. It's it fucks because it's a perfect description <laughs> of me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, we gotta we gotta do t-shirts right like i think i think we gotta do t-shirts yeah we should start illegally reproducing the picture of the pablo honey baby for t-shirts especially because nobody knows who took that fucking picture yeah okay can we let's talk about that now that it's brought up uh, hashtag find the pablo honey baby uh tom sheehan what the fuck yeah still haven't heard from him i actually Uh, i called him a second time you called him a second time and nothing nada zilch nothing this dude is hiding something. I think that he killed the baby. He didn't kill the baby. I think he... Well... That's a little dark. <laughs> do we want to go there? I don't think so. I don't think he's hiding that, but... <laughs> there's got to be a reason other than he doesn't want to answer my call, because why would he not want to? He's definitely yeah. hiding something. Um, Maybe... Okay, so that's the thing. I was like, the first call, I was like, maybe this is the wrong Tom Sheehan. Sheehan? Sheen? Maybe Sheen. this is the wrong Martin Sheen. And... It's, it's Ed Sheeran. It's Ed Sheeran. Oh, God. <laughs> This is that guy. I just heard a song of his for the first time. Wait, like the really? Other day. I yeah. No, I don't. I don't listen to music at all. Uh, <laughs> um, or maybe you know, I must have heard it somewhere because the the voice was familiar. That dude sucks. Yeah, Ed Sheeran. It's the opposite of fucking. It's it's uh, it, it makes me never want to have sex again. That Ed Sheeran song. I don't even know what the. I don't know what it was called, but it was like. Is it Shape of You? I don't know. I'm in love with the shape of you. I'm in love with your body. Oh, okay, no. So I've heard that one before. I didn't know that was him. So I hate. Yeah, him. that's okay. also him. Okay, cool. So I've hated him for a while now. Okay, all right. Um, shit. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, Pablo Honey Baby. So Ed Sheeran is in cahoots with Tom Sheehan to hide okay. 
the Pablo Honey Baby from us, right? That's where we're at. Uh, yeah, now? that's that's what's going on. I think perhaps Tom Sheehan might be the baby. Oh, now that's interesting because he's a little old for that. Yeah, he's he's extremely old to be the baby, but I think he might be the baby. He might be the baby. This baby is ruining our lives and our podcast. Be the baby by Mitski. Yeah. So anyway, the point is, we're still looking. Um, M- much like much like Mitski, uh, there is no baby, no baby <laughs> on this podcast. Okay, that's it. That's the end of the hashtag Find the Pablo Honey segment because that's <laughs> we can't do any better than that. <laughs> you want to talk about fog? Yeah, let's talk about fog. Um, yeah, it hasn't actually shown up in Los Angeles in a little while. It shows up more when it's cold. Um, I don't but picture fog Los is basically when. Yeah, fog, I like it foggy. I don't picture it as like a foggy place. but It can uh, be. Sometimes it's fog, sometimes it's smog. Yeah, smog makes more sense. Yeah, uh, moving to Los Angeles took about 20 years off my life expectancy. It's fine. Yeah, I don't think Chicago's doing any favors for me either, but... Yeah. Not like we'll make it another 20 years with fucking climate change. <laughs> We're all gonna be dead anyway. <laughs> yeah. So fog is good. Fog is extremely good. It's a fun little tune. You know, um, I again, it I didn't it didn't really get to me until my second listen. I think the first time I listened to it, I was like, yeah, okay. Um, but the second listen really it really sunk its little claws into me. Um, yeah, it's like it's it it is a multiple listen kind of trek. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think I need a couple more listens before I'm like, okay, yeah, I love this. But I do like it. Um, it really only picks up for me when that uh, when the distorted guitar comes in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's when it gets me. I don't know. I think this song's about a dead kid. Every song's about a dead kid to you, Mace. Well, no, with Radiohead, most songs are about, like, dead people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, listen, like, literally the first two lines of the song are, there's a little child running around this house, and he never leaves. He will never leave. Oh, that's a ghost. Yeah, that's a ghost kid. Oh, Pablo Honey Baby Ghost? No, the baby didn't die. Come on. No, 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 not die. You don't have to, you don't have to die to be a ghost. Maybe you're just born a ghost. Well, is that possible? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, why can't we find this baby? It's a ghost. Listen, it just makes sense. I've met one ghost, and it's on this podcast, and he died, so... Mm, yeah. Well, I haven't met him. He keeps taking over my body, though, which I don't appreciate. Yeah, it's 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 fine. God. He's kind of a dick. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with a name like Tom Torque, I'm, yeah. I'm, like, I'm scared to say his name. I don't want to summon him. Please don't summon no, him. No, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah fog i don't have a lot to say about fog it's nice yeah me either it's just they're they're all very very good songs uh the working title for this song was called alligators in new york sewers that's much better yeah which uh it it doesn't beat the working title for nude uh do you remember that one? Oh, uh what was that again i remember failure to pay on your house something like that yeah oh yeah 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 no that was that was that was really good even though we can't remember it, it, it was, it's very good <laughs> yeah i you get the drift <laughs> something about mortgages i don't know it's good yeah um do you want to um do you want to accomplish the mission again do you want to go to 2003 oh i don't want to go to 2003 though it's scary yeah yeah i was I in mean, elementary school and that's oh, not so fun was I. I was in elementary school, and um, in 2003, we went. I was basically getting out of fifth grade. Mm-hmm. We went to GameWorks for our like fifth grade class trip because it was like the last year before middle school. They wanted to do something nice for us. <laughs> like you're about to get tortured, so let's uh, let's yeah. send you off with a good memory. <laughs> They're about school. to call you gay for six years. Yeah. Uh, um, and then 
um, they took us to GameWorks, uh, where you they had like the cool seven player Daytona USA. Oh, whoa. Yeah, it was like you could actually. They were like full sized cars because uh, GameWorks is owned by Sega, so they had all like the oh. really, really yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this wasn't an educational trip. They were just like, eh, fuck it. Oh fuck no! They <laughs> okay. gave us. They basically, my mom paid for like a three hour GameWorks card because mm-hmm. you had to do that for the for the field trip. Oh, that's yeah, that's good. And as I was getting tickets out of a machine, I asked a kid to hold my three hour GameWorks card. No. Yeah. Why would and, you do that? And he ran away with it. Of course he did. Wait, was but it a kid, like, thing. in your class, or just, he was there? A kid in my class. Okay. <laughs> but here's the thing, he also had a three-hour GameWorks card. I don't know why he stole it. Uh, because he wanted six hours. He wasn't going to be there six hours. We were all leaving at the same time. Ugh, what a bastard. Yeah. Wherever he, that kid um, is, I hope he's, like, I hope he's just having a really shitty day. Yeah, I hope he, like, gets spoiled milk in his coffee. Ooh, that's the worst. Yeah, I, um, I told my teacher after that, and, mm-hmm. um... Basically, they told me I couldn't play any more games, and I had to sit there. I had to use the money in my pocket, like <laughs> one fifty, to play one of those uh, ridiculous. You know, the games where you have like a little, like a gun that you press, and it shoots like a ball out, and you knock out like a fake person's teeth. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all I had. That's not a game. Yeah, that's not a game. I was playing Super Monkey Ball thirty minutes previous. Oh, that fucking sucks. The fucking original arcade version, and then. They took my card from me, and then I had to play the dumb, like... <laughs> the teachers weren't just gonna, like... They just like, uh, well, I guess kids can steal from you. Sit down yeah, and shut they... up. <laughs> exactly. They were just like, it's fine. It's cool. We're kids not can gonna do whatever do they want to uh, you. Have we talked about Radiohead yet? Uh, we're about to, I think. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, at that, ver- at that exact moment, the entirety of Radiohead comes in. Yeah. And I give them a painting that I gave them. That I, that I was painting here in this game works. Wow. <laughs> like if you cry every time. Yeah. Uh, and that painting, Albert Einstein. Wow. <laughs> and they all stood up and clapped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, paper Bag Writer by Radiohead. Yeah. Um, what this is sucks. that, Tom? What is a Paper Bag Writer? It's a reference to the Beatles' Paper Bag Writer. I don't like it. Yeah, this song sucks. Oh, I just meant the Beatles reference. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was great. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I got hail to the thief syndrome from this where it's, it's not great, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the, like, sample phonics kind of vibe they got going, you know? Sort of, but if I wanted bit. to listen to somebody doing this, I'd just listen to the avalanches. Yeah, so I'd rather just listen to them, yeah. The bass is yeah. the real star in this one, though. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the one thing that, that kept me listening to it. Um, I don't know. The bass is consistently good. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, um, Paperback Writer, I'm trying to, I don't think I heard that one. How's that go? Uh, I can't remember Paperback Writer. The only Beatles songs that I like and remember is the second half of Abbey Road. Like, that's it. Yeah, they kind of, have I talked about how much I hate the Beatles on this podcast yet? Uh, no, not yet. Mm, I mean, because that might take the rest of the podcast, so I'll wait, I'll wait. (laughs) We'll do a Beatles episode. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll do a Beatles episode where I'm just fucking frothing at the mouth the whole time. (laughs) I think the Beatles are fine. They no. have some decent songs, but that's it. They got a handful. It's just the... Okay, so I, I sort of play up my Beatles hatred because it makes people mm-hmm. angry and I think it's funny. Um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't like, you know, I wouldn't murder any of them. Uh, oh, shit, I mean... that did happen. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, Paul McCartney was murdered in cold blood. Yeah, damn. But yeah, I just... The whole, like... 
they're the greatest things that have ever happened to humanity kind of thing. Fuck it's like, no. well, come on. They're not even the most important band from the 60s, much less ever. No. I mean, they're decent, but they're not the most... They're not better than Jesus, as Tom, as Tom Lennon, God, John <laughs> Lennon put it. <laughs> Wait, what? He said that? He No, was it John Lennon that said the Beatles are bigger than Jesus? One of them said that, and it wasn't... A lot of a lot of religious people got mad, which whatever, do what you want. Well, um, sure, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, I, but are you allowed to say that during the sixties? Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> Was that legal? <laughs> they didn't say that on American television, or they all would have gotten shot. <laughs> <laughs> Not just one of them. Oh Jesus! Yeah, they. Yeah, George Harrison was fine. Like yeah, his George solo Harrison's, stuff. Like, uh, here's the thing: my sweet lord slaps. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, a lot of Paul McCartney stuff slaps. No, here's why. Um, mm. here's actually, I know this is controversial. Not that I've never said anything controversial on this show, but mm-hmm. simply having a wonderful Christmas time is <laughs> the best Paul McCartney song ever. Here's the thing. Drop them. Wonderful mic. Christmas time slaps. Yeah. However, he's got a whole album that was recorded immediately after the Beatles broke up that he's just like, mm, I'm living on my farm in Scotland. Uh, it slaps. <laughs> oh, yeah? Because that's all it is. He's just playing He's playing acoustic guitar and whistling, and that's it for like an hour. Okay. That makes me want to die a little bit, but I mean, good it's, for him. It, it's him and his wife. That's it. Hmm. It's just good to see you're having a good time, Paul. That's, yeah. that's all I feel about that album. Yeah. He seems like a uh, chill dude. Yeah. John Lennon's a piece of shit. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Yoko Ono is a better musician than John Lennon. Oh, absolutely. And like the whole like, oh, Yoko broke up the Beatles. No, no they all hate, they all fucking hated each other. Of course they broke up. Uh, yeah. It's just the classic like, oh, a woman's here. Oh, it must be her fault. Um yeah, rock fans. Let's see. We uh, haven't talked about Ringo yet. Ringo? Eh, fuck Ringo. Fuck Ringo. Yeah. Wait, why fuck Ringo? <laughs> I was so ready to just be like, yeah, sure, but why? So, here's the thing. I hate Octopus's Garden as a song. Um, the closer to the White Album, Good Night is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like Ringo Starr. And also, I think he's a Tory. Oh, is he? I think. Let me let me Google it. Oh, his whole peace and love shtick doesn't really uh, hold up if he is. <laughs> um, Gringo Starr. <laughs> Did you say Gringo Starr? Yeah, Gringo Starr. <laughs> um... Ringo Starr, this is from The Guardian, two years mm-hmm. old. Um, Ringo Starr wants people of Britain to get on with Brexit. The Beatles drummer has explained while he believes leaving the EU is a great move. Oh, so he's an idiot. Yeah, he's uh, he's a boomer. Yeah, super boomer. He's also, like, the world's most boring drummer. Yeah, people say that Meg White is a boring drummer, but Meg White is an incredible drummer. She actually has talent and, like, does more than the bare minimum, which is what Ringo... It- that Ringo's whole thing is just doing exactly what needed to be done and nothing else. Have you heard the funniest Ringo Starr um, drum solo of all time? No. It's on the song The End, at the end of Abbey Road, where they give him a drum solo, and mm-hmm. apparently he hated he hated the idea of doing a drum solo. Yeah, because so that's, he did was... the... <laughs> that's so anti-Ringo, doing something interesting. Yeah, and he was just like... <laughs> Wait, can we put can we can we put this in the podcast? Since this yeah, is now just... the Beatles segment of the Welcome to Beatles Up Something Good. Uh we're gonna listen to what's it called? The end? The end.
and I I love how it sucks so much that the oh my God. Uh, that the like the actual song right after it about thirty five seconds is much better. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like he just they start playing instruments. They're like Ringo, you're gonna have to do like something interesting on this album. And you go, oh, fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be the last Beatles song that they were all recorded together, so they wanted like a send off with all of their like talents. And Ringo was just like, Ringo oh, has just... none, so he just. <laughs> <laughs> That was a treat. Thank you for for showing us that. I mean, later on in the song, John Lennon and Paul McCartney are trading off, like, slapping guitar solos, Mm. but Ringo's just still going, like, (laughs) in the background. (laughs) They just never told him to stop, so he's like, well, I guess I'll just keep doing it. Well, I guess I'll just keep doing it. Oh, God. (laughs) It's me, Ringo, stop. (laughs) All right, thank you for joining us for our Beatles podcast. Um, I guess we should beating get back up to something the, good. Yeah, we should beating up something good. Uh, let's get back to Radiohead, I guess. Okay, uh, here's the next one. We're not gonna stop talking about the Beatles. It's called Gagging Order. Um, this sounds like the, uh, Tom York tried to do Revolution by the Beatles. Uh, yeah, I guess that's why it was so boring. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I'm not. I'm not being partial about any of these Hail to the Thief B-sides, but I'm not a fan of them. <laughs> Yeah, um, and it's not, I don't think my, uh, I don't think my Hail to the Thief opinions are really, um, super tainting my opinions on these B-sides. They're just not good B-sides. Yeah, it's very much like, this is the most Banksy song that Radiohead has ever done. Okay, interesting. It's not even Praxy, it's more Banksy even than Karma Police. That's hard to pull off. Because the chorus is, move along, there's nothing left to see, just a body, nothing left to see. Yeah. Okay. And the song's called Gagging Order. It's very, like, 1984. Very, yeah, very on the nose. Um, Yeah, it was just boring. Just acoustic guitar really doesn't do anything for me. Just kind of, you know. I don't... I, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I, I had more there. to say about that fucking Ringo Starr drum solo than I had <laughs> with this one. <laughs> See, I just made it more interesting than it was. And I wasn't even yeah. trying. It's it's hard to do something that boring. Yeah. Ringo. Yeah, I know you're listening, hard. Ringo. He listens to this podcast every week, and I hope we hurt his feelings. Oh, I hope it breaks his fucking heart. And he goes goes and cries on his pile of money. And he's like, oh, I can't wait for Brexit to happen so that, oh. you know, the, the Nikki and Mace can be banned from uh, the EU. Oh, I have to do an MS Paint drawing about how sad I am. Fucking his art is... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so good i i unironically want a print of um there's one where it's like a pink-faced man and he's just going your baby oh i just saw it right here yeah your baby that's my favorite i want it but i don't want to support ringo star or give him any money in any way oh no i do my own print of it i don't want to print from him i want to print it out at staples yeah because it looks like something you could print out at staples yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it looks like he did uh this is so good. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, we're moving on to the next song, because I think that's all we really had to say. Whoa! Hmm? What? Your baby retails for $3,800. Yeah. Dude, the dude, fucking Ringo, he makes these, like, awful MS Paint pictures, which I, I like. They're like, uh, they're like outsider art if he was not, like, if he was an outsider artist. But he's like, like a known guy, and he puts no effort into them. And then he sells them for thousands of dollars solely on name recognition. And literally, he's so he's so dim 
the when you open it up, like when you open up the print mm-hmm. in his on his art page, it's just the MS Paint file. You could grab <laughs> this, vectorize it, and make your own print. Holy shit! I didn't know that. Okay, so we are doing prints of his of his artwork now, right? Yeah, we're gonna start making illegal Ringo Starr prints, and that's our picking up something good merch. Perfect. We're Put not gonna return t-shirt. for season two. <laughs> no, yeah, th- we're doing a whole new grift for season two. Season two is us getting sued by the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're basically, we're not returning for season two because we will be in prison. Beatles prison. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I am Citizen Insane. I hate that title. Way to be ableist, Tom. I, I hate that title so much. It's so Banksy. It's so Banksy. Oh, God. I, it's, we, <laughs> we're complaining a lot this episode, but like... We're like Pablo Honey level complaining. Well, not that far. Not yet. Um, I mean, it, it gets worse before it gets better, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah. I... I uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's... It, apparently it's their tour walk-on music in 2003. Okay, then, yeah. fair. No, it's good walk-on music, but I don't think it... I don't think it's like stands on its own. Yeah, I don't know why they had to release this. I don't know. They what was which uh, which single or EP was this on? Go to sleep. Little man being erased. Oh, okay. All right. Well, and, I guess they needed you know to fill the time with something. Yeah, and also this all came out on a Japanese and Australian EP called Comlag. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I think I think uh, I don't even want to say the title of the song. It's it's ugh. you know trippy and kind of dancey. It's nice. Um, it's yeah. not really. It's walk-on music. That's what it is. Wait, I don't know if this is the walk-on music or if Where Bluebirds Fly was the walk-on music. Let me find out. Hold okay. Because that's another song that I didn't put on here. Welcome to Googling Up Something Good. We'd love to use Google on this podcast. We love to see it. Oh, um, actually, uh, Where Bluebirds Fly is the walk-on music. Okay. Um, uh, I am... The, the song title. This one, it just sucks. Yeah. Do um, uh, Bluebirds, that one... Have I heard that one yet? No, it's on Comlag. You can listen to it if you like. <laughs> I think I might. Um, um, yeah. Also, there on this EP that you might like is in, uh, the Los Angeles version of I Will, which oh, is okay, yeah. back from when they were recording in L.A., uh, uh, and, and, a, and an alternate version of Fog, Ooh. rearranged for piano. Oh, okay. You know, you got some stuff there. And a four-tet remix of Scatterbrain. Oh, damn. Yeah, okay. it's good. <laughs> and a, That's cool. A, a remix of Mixomatosis as well. By four-tet? No, by Christian Vogel. Yeah, I don't know that. Um, sort of, me too. Okay. Maybe? Okay. Um, alright, your baby. Uh, your baby. To, uh, I am a wicked child. Better, just... better sound title than I am Citizen Insane, I'll give you that. Yeah, and also, what's with these, like, I don't know, this feels like, it feels like a nursery rhyme. I am a wicked child. <laughs> yeah, we got, like, an old Victorian... Nursery rhyme where the the wicked child gets like murdered for being insubordinate or something. I think that's the point of this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes that's, sense. That's very like hail to the thief energy. Yeah. So yeah, um, wicked child. I wouldn't call these riffs juicy. They're they're squelchy. They're squelchy. If these riffs were a steak, medium to done. You know. Yeah. Not not medium rare. Definitely not. These are not rare riffs. No. No. Um, this is like a, this feels like a Black Keys song. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Especially no, I with that it. harmonica, like a weird amount of Americana vibes. There's like on this whole show, on this playlist that I have constructed, mm-hmm. there's way too many references to other bands. 
like Cut Tooth is a is a Coldplay song. Yep. This is a Black Keys song. <laughs> um, uh, I, I am Citizen Saint came out of the garbage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not garbage the band, but no, the garbage literal the band garbage is actually good. Right. Which is funny because they're called garbage. What? Yeah. Oh. Uh, they got us. Um. Yeah. Wicked Child is a Black Keys song. That's my review. Yeah. I guess. I guess we're Wicked Children. Um. Yeah. Do you want to move on to greener pastures? Much greener pastures. Uh. Yeah. I'm. I'm liking the look of these pastures. Yeah. I never want to hear about 2003 again. Uh. 2007. <laughs> the year uh, isn't that the year that George Bush got a shoe thrown at him? Or was um, it 2008? Could have been it's either. One of those. That should be a national fucking holiday. Yeah, I mean, Alan wouldn't like it. No. Wow, we're angry today, I think. Yeah, we've got, well, I think it's the coffee, mostly, <laughs> in, in my system. Uh, <laughs> um, but also, I mean, you know, there's never a bad time to hate on George Bush. Yeah, like, it's always, like, constantly, I'm, every every night before I go to bed, um, <laughs> I say, fuck George Bush, and then I go peacefully to sleep. And now you have to add, and fuck Ellen, too. Yeah. You know, we're all different. Sometimes my friends are war criminals, and I think we've forgotten that that's okay. It's okay. I'm gay and friends with war criminals. It's normal. (laughs) I'm friends with a war criminal who tried to legislate my rights out of existence, and that's okay. Hey, I just got invited to a a Cowboys game by the guy, the rich guy who owns it. It's okay. My class interests are more important than any other interests. I'm Alan. The Cowboys aren't even good. I don't know anything about football, so I'll... all Texas, all Texas, like sports teams are bad. Well, I mean the Astros. I mean they're doing okay. No, they're not. Je- I mean, relatively. No. The, are they not? No, they don't exist anymore. No, I'm just, I'm what just you, trying to you doing a bit. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to fool the baseball monarch. <laughs> King baseball. No, Nikki Flowers, a baseball monarch. Oh, I'm King baseball. Well, no. What do you mean, no? You're non-binary. It's a monarch. Why can't I be a king? Yeah, okay, you can be a king if you want. The non-binary king of baseball. Okay. <laughs> now you have to change your, your display name on Twitter to that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of baseball, sorry. Did you see um, the Nationals game last night? No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, listen, I'm a Cubs fan. We all know this. The Cardinals are my enemy, and I just like to see them lose. So I was like... um, when the N- the NLCS started with the Nationals and the Cardinals, I wasn't really rooting for the Nationals. I was just rooting for the Cardinals to lose. Mm-hmm. And then the Nationals played some really fucking good baseball. So I'm on that bandwagon right now, since I can't be on a Cubs bandwagon. Last night, the Cardinals choked so hard in the first <laughs> inning. They, they gave up seven runs in the first inning. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Corbin, the starting pitcher for uh, the Nationals. Yeah. Strikes out the first three. Like, boom, boom, boom. One, two, three. <laughs> the Nationals come on, and it was like, the. not only did they, like, get men on base and then bring them home, the Cardinals straight up forgot what a baseball glove is and what it does. They, like, Fuck. they just kept dropping it. They couldn't catch it. It was beautiful. It was like a historical choke. Oh, that's beautiful. That's oh, so beautiful. It's so good. If I had Photoshop open right now, I would um, Photoshop the album cover that uh, I'd be like, no, hold on. <laughs> no, never mind. Never okay. mind. Because I was I was making a the national thing. No, don't cut this bit. I like how our B-sides episodes where we spend some time talking about the B-sides, but yeah. there's so little to say that we just talk about whatever. We're talking <laughs> about baseball right now. I mean, that's... <laughs> 
shit. Oh man, do you want to do you want to go slowly? Yeah, I think we're going a little too fast. <laughs> Let's take it down a notch. Let's go slowly. Um, <laughs> welcome to In Rainbows Disc Two, by the way. Um, which yeah, you should listen well, to if you haven't listened to already in full. Mace, of, of course I haven't listened to it. That's the whole podcast. <laughs> I mean, after this, like, oh, yeah, you yeah. are free to listen to the rest of In Rainbows Disc 2 because it slaps. Well, absolutely. Oh, last time when you revealed to me that there was an entire second disc, blew my <laughs> mind. Um, but I wait. I wanted to wait till after this episode because um, I knew you were going to show me some stuff, including um, Go Slowly, which is on go there. Go Slowly. Go Slowly slaps. Um, hold on. Let me just, uh, let me get my calculator out. Um, uh, okay, carry the two. Yeah, no, no, no. Yep, yep. I'm seeing here it slaps. <laughs> Go slowly slaps so much. I love this song. It feels it's it's definitely like more of a Radiohead ballad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I but, get why it wasn't on in Rainbows because I don't think there was room for a ballad there. Yeah, um, I don't think there was room for anything on Rainbows. That it's all killer, no filler. Oh, exactly. Like I could <laughs> with Amnesiac. You know, we can talk about like putting Kinetic in and taking out Pulp Pulp Revolver. And put, it, put, 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 put Rolling Doors back in, like, four or five times. And then taking it out again, and then... Um, and putting it back in. Hating up on Mace, and then cutting <laughs> him out of the episode if he keeps it up. Uh, <laughs> um, but Go Slowly is really good. I didn't um, didn't light my brain on fire like in Rainbows did, you know? Um, but it definitely... it. I haven't listened to Disc 2. I can tell you it definitely belongs on there, because it is good, but not Disc 1 good, you know? Did, did you notice something about the opening of the song? Uh, I don't notice much, no. Um, this is something I told you to look out for. Oh, shit. Um, back I'm... in 2000. Oh. Oh, this is, uh, this is like an oldie? An, uh, like no. Like an old track? Back in 2000. What are the you talking about? The intro to this song is the same exact intro from the National Anthem. That, like, tape sound. Oh, shit, you're right. Wow. How did that, co- that, that went right over my head. Yeah, yeah, Oh, hold on. It's I'm, just, I'm opening it up right now. It's pitched down. That's what, oh, yeah, there it is. Shit, that's cool. <laughs> All right, go slowly. I have a little bit more respect for it. Yeah, it's it's a very good song. I, it's really I, good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like go slowly. I like go slowly. It it reminds me of, and this is going to be like complete and total blasphemy. Okay, I'm I'm here for that. Uh, what could a blasphemy up something good? Uh, this reminds me of a Weezer song from 2002 called um, is it um, Death and Destruction? I believe from Maladroit. Oh, that is blasphemous, but. I'm gonna let it slide because I see where you're getting at. You've heard that song, right? Yeah. Uh, look at me. Have you seen the kind of glasses I wear? Of course, I've listened <laughs> to Maladroit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only good Weezer album, personally. Ooh. I <laughs> don't know about that one, but it is very good. It's well, it's better than Pinkerton. It Pinkerton's creepy as fuck. Pinkerton is so bad. Like in oh oh, I don't I I think back to the times I listened to it like yeah this is better than the blue album and I want to go back in time and punch that kid in the face because I was wrong yeah here's the thing oh Pinkerton is basically an hour of mm, Japanese women don't like me and everybody <laughs> I like is gay yeah oh the <laughs> lesbian doesn't want to fuck me I guess I'm gonna pine after this Japanese girl in a really racist way oh and mm, she's underage too oh I'm... it's fucking creepy i'm i'm 26 <laughs> oh i'm so sad at princeton or wherever i wrote this album right? uh didn't he go like back to school he went back to school yeah princeton um, or some bullshit it was some some shit like that um ucla fucking, or something i don't know possibly so, something in la because he did write a song about bunker hill <laughs> yeah. um here's the thing uh i don't know how caught up with your weezer lore you are Mm. 
I don't know. I don't know where this is going. There's a whole album that was scrapped before Pinkerton called Songs from the Black Hole. Oh, yeah, the, was, like, space opera thing that he was doing? The space opera that was still pretty sexist. Um, well, oh, wow, what a surprise. Yeah. Oh, a Weezer song? Sexist? What? Um, all of those songs were better than any of the songs on Pinkerton. <laughs> Wait, did it come out, or was it leaked, or...? It never came out, but all the demos have leaked on, like, Rivers Cuomo demo compilations that he released back in, like... 2009 to 2011. That's why I didn't hear him, because... I had a Weezer phase. We all have. I just... I didn't get that far into it. Um, Maladroit's good, because Maladroit is... uh, It's the only album that Rivers Cuomo did not have a hand in picking the track list. It was all fan-picked. Oh, that's why it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's a good-as-fuck album. Because the fans were like, Rivers, let us take care of this. (laughs) Let us do it, Rivers, you creepy fuck. (laughs) Listen, you put Across the Sea on an album, we're not going to do that, said the fans in 2002. <laughs> right. We, we and, need to step in here. This is this is an intervention, Rivers. There was drama because Rivers got mad at the fans for not including the songs he liked, and he tried to get them banned from the official Weezer forums. Then, uh, okay, A, that makes perfect sense. But also, like, wasn't it kind of his idea to have the fans pick the track list? Like, let him pick the track list. They were. He was like, "Never mind. Just kidding. You're you're bad at this." <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. Fuck Rivers Cuomo. Yeah. Oh god. Now he's doing that like J-pop music, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. He's doing like music in Japanese. When when will he stop? I don't know, but I, I hope it's soon. God. And also, I saw him at work back at my old job a couple a couple years ago, back in like 2016 ish. He walked into my job and looked at, like, 20 computers, and he was wearing purple from head to toe. Like, purple shirt, purple pants? Yeah, like, checkered purple shirt. Like, Oh my god. Like, imagine, like, a Rivers Cuomo, like, sweater vest. Okay, hold on, let me... Okay, it's in my mind's eye. The sweater vest that Rivers Cuomo wears all the time? Yeah, I hate it. Except it's, like, purple and blue. Why didn't you beat him up? (laughs) My manager literally called me over, and he's like, dude, look, it's Rivers Cuomo. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's Rivers fucking Cuomo. I'm not going to bother that guy. Oh, uh, no. God. And I just kind of like, I watched him from maybe 10, less, uh, maybe I, I would say five feet away. I was five feet away from Rivers Cuomo and didn't speak to him because I knew mm-hmm. that I didn't ever want to speak to Rivers Cuomo. I had that kind of emotional maturity. Right. Yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> that's good. That you're, you've, That's growth. You know, a couple yeah. years back, you probably would have talked to him and it would have been bad. <laughs> Yeah, I would have said that, oh, Pinkerton's my favorite album. I don't get anything about this. <laughs> I'm not picking up on the racism at all. I love it. <laughs> I, I love Pinkerton. It's it's a classic. Oh, it's so underrated. Tell me about how, how you love that lesbian who wouldn't fuck you. <laughs> uh, uh. Okay, anyway. Uh, I guess we should talk about Radiohead some more. I don't know. Yeah, let's talk about Bangers and Match. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? Bangers and Mash, which incidentally is a banger. Yeah, I was just about to say, holy shit. Is it a mash, though? It's a mash. It's a monster mash. It's a graveyard smash. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, the slaps and banes and mashes. It's all of them. How, how do you think about that? What do you think about the baseline on this? <laughs> That's what I think. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just a fucking good baseline. Tom got some stank in his attitude on this one. Yeah, he's like mad. Stanky attitude. I love it. He's like, oh, oh, he's standing in the hall. He's puking on the wall. And we just love him for it. You love to see that. I think that the best song, the best part of this song is when he goes, 
Uh, if you stare into the dark, the dark will stare back, back into your soul, and it just slows down for, like, a minute. <laughs> yeah, it, like, <laughs> really, it's like, no, I mean it, it's gonna stare into your soul. Um, that part's good, but you know what I think my favorite part is? What is it? That chuckle during the breakdown. Oh, God, yeah. When he throws in that little chuckle, <laughs> like he's gonna kill ya. <laughs> oh, this is, like, angry, Tom. This is when, remember yeah. that song on the bends where he threatens to kill somebody? Yeah, this is him. That's him. This He's back. Anger Tom. It is basically, it's very, I don't know if it's Praxy or Banksy. What do you think? Mm, I just think it's a banger, you know? Yeah. It's beyond all that, you know? It's basically like, it's about those in charge and their mentality towards the rest of us. According right. to Genius. Yeah, well, Genius is, uh, you know. Yeah. You Bangers know. and Mash slaps. Yeah. It fu- <laughs> I'd say it fucks. Yeah, it slaps while it fucks. It's... Wow. Rainbow's Disc 2 is good, and I think you should listen to it after this episode's over. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, if this is if this is what Disc 2 is bringing to the table, I am I am <laughs> putting my plate down and waiting for a big serving of it, because I love it. Uh, we got a four-minute warning. Oh, yeah, sure was four minutes long. Uh-huh. I like four-minute warning. Eh, I, I think I was being unfair a little bit there, but <laughs> um, it just didn't do much for me. Uh, basically, Tom says that In Rainbows is about the fucking panic of realizing you're going to die. And it's, like, basically, no, like, I think it's kind of in line with that. That's all of Radiohead, though. Yeah. But this is, like, specifically, like, oh, I, I'm 30. <laughs> oh, I'm so old. <laughs> um, it, I like this song a lot, mostly yeah. just because it's got, like, it feels like a like a nursery rhyme. Yeah, back again with the nursery rhyme. Yeah. Like, you could, like, cradle a baby to sleep with this, but, like, if, if you're really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, if you're just a <laughs> fucked up parent, but not fucked up enough to, like, be a bad parent you're just a little you're just a little joker of a parent just just a dash of joker's trick if you're tom york who has children i'm pretty sure you raise them a hundred percent joker's trick oh he does have kids doesn't he yeah he's got multiple children oh they are probably very weird yeah tom york's kids are probably like i don't know they're probably like in at the schoolyard like yeah you you think recess is cool well think about global warming yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man uh, how old are they like are they teens are they what, uh, like where are they are they oh hold on making music yet i'm gonna google tom york children and hope i don't get on a watch list i mean you're already there i think yeah tom york children uh <laughs> that tom is a york... creepy search <laughs> yeah extremely creepy uh tom york's got uh a brother well yeah he's dead though no another brother oh <gasps> Second brother. He's got Tom Tork, and he's got Andy York. Andy York? Yeah. That's, oh. What? I know why that sounded weird to me. Andy Rourke from the Smiths. (laughs) No, that's not the same guy. No, I I don't know, though. Could be. Perhaps? Maybe they're the same guy. What's Andy York up to? What's what's his whole thing? He's the singer of the band Unbelievable Truth. Oh, they broke up in 2000, so I guess he doesn't do anything now. Oh, wait, hold on. He's (laughs) He's got a Wikipedia article. Uh, oh no, he's in a band, he released a solo album called Simple. Okay. That's it, I guess. Cool. Alright, shout out to Andy. Uh, shout out to Andy, Andy York. I guess we'll, we'll cover him eventually, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for 23 years, York was in a relationship with artist and lecturer Rachel Owen. Yep. Um, their son Noah was born in 2001, and their daughter Agnes in 2004. Oh, okay, so they're not, I was hoping they were, like, starting to make music. Like, that kind of age. I mean, 2004 was 15 years ago, they probably could be. Oh shit, that's right. Oh, I still, I, like, I to this day, I still think it's like 2010. <laughs> oh no, yeah, it feels like it feels like it's been 2010 for years. Oh my god. Oh my god. 2010 is gonna be 10 years ago next year. Oh fuck. I don't like that. 
Unfortunately, Rachel Owen died of cancer on 18 December 2016. Oh, right. Yeah, you, you mentioned that. Yeah. Very, very sad. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that. Oh. Yeah, he'll... Tom York's got a lot of, a lot oh, of sadness about him. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get there. There was, a, there was a whole divorce thing. Ooh, a divorce and then a death. Yeah, there's gotta be some stuff later, I bet. Ugh. Like, he, here's the thing. You're gonna, you're gonna think that his divorce energy is funny. Oh, and no. then it's not going to be very suddenly. Oh, no. <laughs> I I find it so funny when men are getting divorced because they turn into monsters. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Tom York didn't turn into so much of a monster as he just had major divorced guy energy. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, there's like people who are getting divorced and they become monsters. And then they just, there's that, yeah, there's big divorce energy. BDE. I think that's what that is. That's what that stands for. BDE. Right. Big divorce energy. And it's... They be, hmm. My dad had that for real, though, uh, when uh, when my parents were getting divorced. He got weird. <laughs> you know? He, just, yeah. he just got weird. My dad's had major divorced guy energy, and he divorced my mom in, like, 2000. Oh, so he's just he's, been riding that BDE wave for For, for the past 19 years, yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, Four-minute warning's good. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I guess that's where we landed be, on that. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what we decided on. Uh, did I even say what I thought about it? <laughs> I don't even no, know. I, did you? Well, I'll you just give you a quick catch review. You. Yeah. yeah, it didn't really do much for me. I liked, like, the first minute of it, and then it just, like, turned into a totally different song that I wasn't into. It feels like Fog. Yeah. Sort of. I like Fog better, though, I think. Yeah, Fog's a better song. Do you want to talk about the most interesting song on this list? Uh, but we already talked about Worry Wart. No, no, no. Interesting in a different way. <laughs> okay. So, uh, These Are My Twisted Words is a song that was not released for In Rainbows, oh. nor was it released for the album next to it. It was released in 2009, Ugh. basically in between albums. That was a gross year. It was It was a gross year. Everybody had, like, like colored hair, like that, like, stripey colored hair. Yeah, not the fun colored hair that we all have now. Yeah, they had, like, the long hair that was, like, had, like, seven bumpets in it, and everybody... <laughs> Everybody thought Broken Side was a good band. What were we on in 2009 that we thought that? And we all, like, were obsessed with, like, really shiny, like, over-Photoshop pictures of, like, lions with, like, diamonds. <laughs> you, you know exactly the yeah. kind of, <laughs> yeah, like, Cobra uh, Starship album energy? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, those, all those pictures were on my MySpace that I somehow had, you know? Yeah. I got a MySpace way too young for someone to have a MySpace. Honestly, I think so. Like, way too, way too Because I'm, like, older than you, and You're a I didn't years. have a MySpace. I don't know what was, I mean, you know, it's not like I was being supervised, so. It's fine. Yeah. Um, These Are My Twisted Words came out in a very, very interesting way. Uh, and yeah. I'll tell you about it right now. Please do. Radiohead themselves leaked this song on what CD? Oh, rip in peace, what CD? My favorite website, gone. What a, what an actual tragedy that was. That was... I mean, Redacted's still good. Yeah, it's just not the same. Yeah, I mean, but literally, Radiohead leaked their own song onto what CD? I like that. That's good. That's Praxy. That's super Praxy. Um, because it came with an NFO. You know what an NFO is. Um, vaguely? ASCII art, like, release info that comes oh, with a song usually. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It came with, um, an NFO... That was, like, completely mysterious. It had, like, pictures of, like, an ASCII version of the album art above it. 
It says, these are my twisted words. And it says, artist, Radiohead, title, these are my twisted words. Label, question mark, question mark, question mark. um, Catalog number, question mark, question mark, question mark. Style, quote unquote, difficult. (laughs) Um, And then it's got all like fake information about like a ripper and a release date and everything. And then under it is some writing from Tom York. Oh. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to reassure readers that following representations, seeking confirmation, that before your very eyes, behind the wall of ice, that the box is not under threat. However, they are set to remove other boxes. In fact, I have the list in front of me. I went to a briefing on their plans and challenged them to tell me exactly what the cost would be. They spoke in broad terms. We're looking for talented puppeteers, worms, disgruntled executives, sacked flies, genres, doomcore, folktronica, UKF. (laughs) Um, what? <laughs> Excuse me, yeah. Tom? So, old T-Chalk's at it again. Yeah, Jesus. Um, so did, like, people knew this was them leaking it, or? No, they didn't know until Radiohead were basically like, it was us. Yeah, because that seems like way too... Imagine seeing that on what CD and not knowing that was Tom York. It was just some, like, weirdo saying all that. I did mean, a different weirdo. I heard from a friend of a friend who... Um, this is a long time ago. He used to be on a moderation team for a um, a certain torrent tracker, mm-hmm. and I won't I won't quite reveal what what torrent tracker it was. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, but Trent Reznor had an account on that torrent tracker. Okay, but you gotta reveal it though now. I can't. Oh, okay. So Trent I'll reveal Reznor. it off air. Okay, thank you, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I get the inside scoop. You don't. Fuck you. Um, sorry, don't, I'm, it's I'm just, kidding. It's weird to, to see that Tom York knows about the dark web. Yeah, well, I mean, it also kind of makes sense, though. Yeah. Wait, okay, so there, uh, I need clarification. So there's the deep web and there's the dark web. They are no, different, the same right? Thing. No, but it's like, so, oh, this is confusing. The deep web is like anything not indexed by Google, right? Well, actually, yeah, you're right. The deep web is anything not indexed by Google, and the dark web is like, Tor. It's like, it's part of the deep web, but it's like a, it's not, it's like a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't a square kind of thing. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, Tom York would be into Tor. Yeah. He probably uses Tor as his like main browser. I do. Do you? Yeah. Oh. When I'm on my laptop. Yeah. I don't know. It just makes me feel safe. Okay. (laughs) It probably isn't safe. It's just like a false sense of security, but you know. And also they uploaded um, this as a torrent, not only on what CD, but on mini Nova. I don't know what that is. Mini Nova was a torrent tracker from long, long ago. Mm. Um, do you remember, not Destructoid, is it Destructoid? Demonoid. Demonoid, yeah, okay. Demonoid and Mini Nova used to be the big torrent trackers back in the late 2000s. See, I was I was on Demonoid. That was my thing. Oh, same. I had a Demonoid invite. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, that this was released via torrent. I love it. And in, only in 2016 did it get, like, an official streaming release. Yeah, I was going to say, because it's on Spotify now, so it took a while. Yeah, it oh. took a minute. Yeah. Um, well, that's yeah, pretty neat. These are my twisted words. What do you think about the song after I've explained the whole story? Um, I think um, I think a lot of thoughts. Um, I like the... It feels, like, semi-threatening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's... I like that, though. Um, I mean, I, that, like, that's the thing. With the context of how it was released... I think it makes it uh, way more interesting because um, it's not a bad song. Don't get me wrong. Um, but like, imagine just coming across this and like, you don't know that Radiohead is the one leaking it. It's labeled Radiohead. It's this new song that you haven't heard of before. And it's kind of like, oh, this is weird. That's creepy. 
That's extremely creepy. Yeah, especially because the mood of the song is very, like, it's like a Halloween kind of song, you know? It, it's very, like, when are you coming back? I just can't handle it. That that line is very oh, creepy. Yeah. yeah. It's cool, though. I really like it. Yeah, I I think this is one of my favorite of... Um, I'm not going to count this as King of Limbs era. Because... Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's it, in the middle. It's in the middle. It does kind of, like foreshadow what you'll be hearing on that album yeah i was gonna say because this is like the most radically different uh track on the playlist you made exactly it's very different it's not quite in rainbows yeah but it's also not quite it's 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 floating in the ether there it's what um, CD? it's what it's 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 a cd yeah what what cd um wet what if there was a website called wet.cd <laughs> <laughs> you order cds and they just come sopping wet oh <laughs> Let me find out if that exists. Wet.cd? Uh, yeah. It's probably porn. No, it doesn't exist. I'm gonna buy uh, it. Yeah, please buy it, please. <laughs> Wet.cd. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wet is not a valid domain name for .cd. It is too short. Minimum four characters. Oh, what a ripoff. Uh, wet T. Two T's. Eh, okay. Um, I'll wet take CD. it. Wet.cd. Uh, so that's our... That's our B-sides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and I have a question for you, Nikki. Yeah? It's a question you've never heard before. Oh, I'm excited. Are we picking up something good? Oh. Oh, now that's a question. Yeah. Fuck! Hold on. I guess, uh... I don't know if I can figure that out myself. I think I need, like, a thing to help me... Oh, you know what? Hold on. I got this... I got this transmitter... Yeah, I've got mine over here, too. Yeah, yeah. so I think this is going to help me pick up something good. Or not. We'll find out. I have to turn it on, though. All right. Yeah, let's see. Click. Um, okay. Well, it's making these weird noises. Okay, yeah. Oh, whoa, I don't know what this is. Okay, yeah. Okay, uh uh-huh. It's working. It's going. (laughs) Oh, ding. Got it. Ding. Oh, my finish, too. These are weird devices. Yeah, it's weird that mine just played the whole chorus of Cheryl Crow's If It Makes You Happy. I mean, if that makes the transmitter happy. It can't be that bad. Uh, I'm picking up something alright. Yeah, I'm picking up something alright. I have the same exact readout. Yeah. Yeah, I'm picking up something. It gets really good at first, and then it gets really bad in the middle, and then it gets really good at the end. Yeah, it's uh, peaks and valleys here with yeah. these B-sides. Um, and, you know, they're not all the B-sides, but this is like, you... you you, I trust that you did, like, a, this is the general, like, vibe with all these, you know? Yeah, I actually, like, sequence these in a way that makes sense. Okay. Um, There's no way you can sequence the middle bit there with the Health of the Thief B-sides, because there's no way to... Yeah. That's why Radiohead barely released any. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, well, we got Hail of the Thief and, like, uh, you know, I guess here have these. Um, yeah, that definitely was the low point. Um, there was, yeah, Worrywart, Kinetic, uh, Bangers and Mash. Those are like my top three uh, of this playlist. Oh, God, yeah. Some, um, good, some good fucking stuff here and some kind of okay stuff. Uh, Worrywart, kin- uh, Kinetic, Fog, Bangers and Mash, Go Slowly. Mm-hmm. These are my twisted words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good little uh, top five. Those are, those are good. Um, well, so we've made it, made it to the end of our first season, Nikki. <laughs> Somehow we did it. We did it. We've uh, we've gone all the way from being freaky and being creepy to uh, 
being Talk whatever baseball the fuck like, we yeah. were. Yeah. <laughs> whatever this episode was or is, we did it. We did it. Um, so basically we've made it there. Yep. Uh, our, we're going to take a couple week break after this. Just a little bit. We'll be back. Don't worry. We'll be back. Please don't cry. Please. Um, oh, please, please, please. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, basically, we're taking a little bit of a break, mostly just because we do this every week. And well, I have a label to. to run. Well, we have a label to run. Um, oh, yeah. We actually have got, stuff to do. <laughs> we got projects to do. And I have a mix of a record to finish. And mm-hmm. I have my own songs to write. Um, I got to finish that Smith's record. That is such a hard thing to Why did I name the band that? Um, I, I don't know. Not, I didn't do it. Oh, I did. It's my fault. I got to finish oh. that. Um, we have nothing yeah. else coming up in the next couple weeks. Um, basically, I'm going to try to do some light uh, shit posting on the picking up some good Twitter account. Yeah, well, but I mean, we'll be around, but uh, it'll, yeah, be a, it'll, it'll be a hot minute before another episode comes out. But don't worry, yeah. we'll be back with, uh, what are we doing next time? We're doing the King of Limbs! The King of Limbs! Huzzah! Limbs for all! I'm um, the king of them! So... Some people might be like, oh, Mace, uh, the, the fucking uh, the Phil Selway album Familial came out before The King of Limbs. Why don't you do that, you fucking piece of shit? That's um, the exact email I sent you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fans of the podcast, please do not fret. We just thought it would be, and I'm sorry about this, Phil, but it would be really boring to start a new season with a solo album by Phil Selway. I love you, Phil Selway. We love Phil. I mean, this is where Phil stands. But also it would be immensely boring to do that yeah is boring, it a boring yeah. album it's not a boring album but i feel like it's a better it's not a season two opener yeah okay yeah that's fair so we'll it... do cane of limbs and um uh phil phil's big uh album and then after that we uh we go for adams for peace that's i'm looking at the at the schedule right now oh yeah okay so we we got some stuff we'll be back um i hope you've enjoyed season one Nikki, what do you think of season one? Um, I'm not going to turn on my transmitter because I think it'll explode. <laughs> um, I think season one, we picked up a lot of good stuff. Yeah. And we also picked up Pablo Honey. And <laughs> I think we did a pretty good job. I had a lot of fun doing this. I'm glad we're doing another season. I mean, we're not done with any of, we're not done with the discography. Oh, no, no, we got, we got some stuff and, you know, Ed's coming out with that new thing. So there's like a whole episode we didn't even know was going to happen that's going to happen in a Whenever that happens. Um, uh, looking yeah. at me like about three, four months from now. Oof. Yeah. I can't even Maybe think Maybe five months. Well, that's 2020. Yeah. We're, we're going well into 2020 on this. Ooh. That's uh, scary. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> 2020. We're, that's that's the election year. No, no. Mm-hmm, no, we're not doing any of that. Starting January 1st, every episode is just election jokes. <sighs> We're going to start doing the thing like Stephen Colbert does, where all his entire monologue is basically being like, hmm, Mr. President, respectfully, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the good the good man president, oh, who we love but also hate, Mr. <laughs> sir. Yeah. Um, yeah, this has been Picking Up Something Good Season 1, a limited event prestige podcast, uh, podcast about Radiohead. Yeah, um, you got it. My name is Mace. You can find me online at Echo Vessel or at Echo Vessel on Instagram. Uh, fuck Echo Vessel. Fuck Echo Vessel. Wait, no, you're Echo Vessel. I'm Echo Vessel, but right, fuck which, Echo Vessel. Right. Sorry about that. You know, you'd think after an entire season, I would have gotten. No, you know. Well, I'll get it next time. <laughs> yeah, you'll get it in the next season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Um. 
Uh, yeah, I'm Nikki Flowers. I, um, in season two, I'll still be Nikki Flowers. I will still be releasing music on NikkiFlowers.bandcamp.com. I don't know if the The Smiths album will be uh, out before season two comes out. Um, but keep an eye out for that because that's going to be good. Um, choo, 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 choo. um, actually, right after we're done recording, we're going to have like a little official Neodotritis meeting. We're ordering the Nikki Flowers by Nikki Flowers tapes. We're very excited. Please buy them. Please, for the love of God. And also, you can buy you can buy Road uh, by Vaxers on our store as well. Oh, so uh, good. Al just sent me the remaining CD copies, so I will be the one sending them out. Have fun. You can get a CD that I've touched. No, Ooh. It's, it all the it all goes to Al. It's like a, it, it's all the credit. Yeah, all the credit goes to. They wrote. They wrote a wonderful it. album. Your fingerprints are on it. I mean, so I literally designed the packaging and I touched it. That's true. So um, make sure you order uh, Vaxers and um, lift Mace's fingerprints off the CD and do and some crimes. Me. Yeah, do some crimes with the fingerprints. Identity uh, leave theft. Leave them at the scene. Identity theft. Cloning. Um, I Send guess... your best crimes that you've done with my fingerprints uh, to at PUSG pod. And we promise we won't report you to the police because we do not call the police. We don't call the cops here on the show. We don't. Or off the show. Yeah, we, we do run a label called Neodotritis. <laughs> we do. You know. It's um, true. The I'm not ashamed to admit it. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a point of shame for us. It's Sometimes I say that I run a label and I try to hide it and <laughs> I just feel insecure. <laughs> you know what? You, you gotta own it. <laughs> gotta own it um we have some releases coming up that i can't quite announce just yet oh come on please. either we, we literally can't oh why not they're not done yet <laughs> i'm just kidding it's a bit i know why we can't because i also run the label um i'm very excited for them have i sent you the rough mixes for the one eh, no you haven't please do i should send them to you i need it uh, in my life uh but um we run it and it's at uh at neodetritus Yep, we've we've put out some really really good releases this year. Our first year of actual operation. Uh, actually, a month from now, it's gonna be our first anniversary. Holy goddamn! You're right. There's nothing planned. No, <laughs> just just you know, if you want to throw your own little party, go ahead. But we're not doing yeah, anything. Like, we're we busy. don't have a party kit. Yeah, we've got a, a whole lot of other things to do. We got this whole podcast. Yeah. Um, I have another podcast called Radish that I'd like to plug. Yep. Um. Well. We have... Okay. Yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you plug it. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're it's a show and tell podcast. Um. It's um, me and three uh, three white dudes. <laughs> three fucking chuckleheads. Um, I love them very much. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Um, we do a streaming show now every Sunday yeah. uh, on Twitch. Um, it, the first time was fun. The second time it will be fun. The third time's going to be a nightmare, but the fourth yeah, the time's, time's going to be gonna great. fucking suck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's, that's season one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we did it. I don't know what else to say. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um. Take care. Do crimes and uh, please don't be gay. die. Yeah. Don't die. Don't die before the beginning of our second season because we would really, really like the listens. That would suck a- if you and did. Also we but it's love also you. it would be good for us if you didn't. So don't die. Bye bye. Bye.